Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. The U.S. Immigration and Citizenship Service Office in Manila is closing next month. It has stopped receiving applications. We will tell you what's behind this and who exactly will be affected. It has been 30 years since the Chinese government's crackdown on pro-democracy protesters in Tiananmen Square. We look back on an event, a massacre, whose scale China still denies or tries to hide to this day. And we will check in on activists in China today. A pair of Philippine eagles are on loan to Singapore as part of conservation efforts. More on that later. And a group of young Americans are trying to take their government to court over their failure to act against climate change. Yan po ang mga headline. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Last month, U.S. President Donald Trump revealed plans to overhaul the country's immigration system. Our plan includes a sweeping modernization of our dysfunctional legal immigration process. It is totally dysfunctional. The system will finally be fair, transparent, and promote equality and opportunity for all. The United States admits 1.1 million immigrants every year as permanent legal residents, green card holders, as we more commonly call them. That includes thousands of Filipinos petitioned by relatives already in the States. But now the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services is closing offices in many parts of the world, including in Manila. Starting July 5, the USCIS will no longer accept new applications or petitions here in the Philippines. In fact, they are already redirecting Forms I-130 to Chicago, These forms represent the first step to helping relatives immigrate to the U.S. So to be clear, one can still be petitioned to the U.S., but new filing instructions have been posted on the USCIS website. To be clear too, it seems this development specifically applies to green card applications and to relatives being petitioned by permanent residents already in the U.S. It does not apply to tourist visas. Filipinos are not the only ones affected. Residents of some island nations in the Pacific, such as New Guinea, Micronesia, and the Marshall Islands, were also previously assisted by the USCIS Manila office. Trump wants stricter rules for permanent residency status, and he would prefer to admit highly skilled immigrants rather than giving advantage to people on the basis of their already having relatives in the States. Here is President Trump again. America's last major overhaul of our legal admissions policy was 54 years ago. Think of that. 
So a major update, and that's what this is, merit system and a heart system, is long overdue. June 4 marked the 30th anniversary of the Chinese government's crackdown on pro-democracy protesters in Tiananmen Square. The Chinese government has never released a death toll, but human rights groups, media, and witnesses have given varied estimates ranging in the thousands of people killed. China slid into economic chaos in 1988. Panic buying was triggered by rising inflation. Public discontent, along with the death of reformist Communist Party leader Hu Yaobang, set the stage for the demonstrations. Reports said more than a million people flooded into Beijing to vent their anger against corruption, economic management, nepotism, and poor career prospects for students. They called for human rights and democracy. Students erected a Goddess of Democracy statue in Tiananmen Square across the portrait of the communist leader Mao Zedong. After weeks of protest, soldiers backed by tanks literally plowed into and crushed the demonstrators. A flurry of arrests, executions, and exiles ensued. Demonstrators were frightened into silence. Here is then-Chinese leader Deng Xiaoping in file footage from Reuters. He is saying here, quote, It is quite obvious what this is about. There is no doubt they want to topple the Communist Party and socialism, end quote. Today, Human Rights Watch says the Chinese Communist Party continues to show zero tolerance for opposition. Tiananmen activists who survived and tried to form their own political parties received long prison terms. Human Rights Watch says activists have been arbitrarily detained, imprisoned, or forcibly disappeared. Some live with physical ailments and mental trauma as a result of torture. Others have been forced to flee their country. Today, they want to remind the world of one basic truth about Tiananmen. It happened. This is the sound of a Philippine eagle issuing a mating call. You can listen to the rest of the clip on the Facebook page of the Philippine Eagle Foundation. Our neighbors in Singapore could soon be hearing more of it in person. That at least is the hope. Yesterday, two Philippine eagles were sent to Singapore under a wildlife loan agreement. Geothermica and Sambisig. Those are a 15-year-old male and a 17-year-old female, respectively, will live in Jurong Bird Park for captive breeding. The Department of Foreign Affairs says this is a conservation measure. The eagles were sent off at the Nino Aquino International Airport with symbolic passports bearing their pictures, names, birthdates, nationality, sex, and birthplace. This is the first overseas loan of Philippine eagles, and apart from the conservation effort, the activity is also one of many marking the 50th anniversary of Philippine diplomatic relations with Singapore. On Tuesday, U.S. federal judges heard arguments for the lawsuit 
Juliana versus the United States. Good afternoon, may it please the court. I'm Julia Olson, and together with Philip Gregory and Andrea Rogers, we represent the 21 youth plaintiffs, many of whom are in the courtroom today, and we thank the court for accommodating us and expediting this appeal. The case was filed by 21 young Americans against the U.S. government. It is about whether young people have a constitutional right to be protected from the effects of climate change. It was originally filed in 2015 when the youth accused the government of violating the rights to life, liberty, and property for failing to take action against climate change. The Trump administration is denying the need to combat climate change and global warming. It has even announced plans to leave the Paris Climate Agreement. The United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord the Paris deal is a landmark UN agreement signed by 195 member countries to combat climate change. It seeks to intensify actions needed for a sustainable future. The aim is to limit the rise in global temperatures. The youth are hoping the judges will allow the case to go to trial. That would give them the opportunity to present evidence on the government's alleged inaction and how it is harming them. The defendants, the U.S. government, want the case dismissed. They argue that there is no fundamental constitutional right to a quote-unquote stable climate system. This is a case that could have repercussions far beyond U.S. shores. The U.S. is one of the top countries in terms of share of global carbon dioxide emissions. And after years of decline, U.S. greenhouse gas emissions are on the rise again as of 2018. Before we let you go, here's something you need to know. On Independence Day, we are launching another new show, WhatsApp, Araling Panlipunan Rebooted. Here, TV reporter Siege Sentanko joins historian Savish Nabel as they reboot our history class and make it grittier and realer. Here's a clip from their first episode, which looks at our Independence Days. Yes, plural, Independence Days. To help you contextualize what the Philippines looked like back then, in the 1890s, it still took up to 40 days to get from Europe to Asia. So you know the world was a different place. Yeah, the world was a bigger place then, and older powers were starting to fade. The Spanish Empire, which encompassed most of the world for so long, was suddenly weak. So, the Filipinos saw their moment and decided that this was the time to launch another rebellion and declare ourselves independent. At yan po ang Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po.